All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Pause of Friday continues on. Jason Greger. Connor Halley with you on a lovely Friday afternoon. Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. And if you're looking for a lovely start to your weekend, hey, think about Play Alberta and $70 million in the uh, Lotto Max. It's uh, up for grabs. Whoo, mama. Could be uh, quite the kickoff to your weekend, I would think. Would be, uh, would be pretty awesome. So get your tickets there, PlayAlberta.ca. We're going to get to some trivia after the Rashog Report brought to you by NextGen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated and proud sponsor of numerous youth sports teams. It's NextGenTransportation.com as Ryan Rashog from TSN joins us. Uh, Shogger, we were uh, discussing a variety of uh, different things. Uh, I, we're going to have Eugene Lewis out earlier. So quickly, uh, the Elks aren't playing this weekend, but the regular season starts next weekend. What would be considered a realistic record in your eyes for the green and gold? Yeah, good question. I mean, what were they, 4 and 14 last year? Um, yeah, I think, you know, it sounds like there's improvements in a, in a number of key areas. Can't possibly be as bad as it was last year, can it? So, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe kind of in the. I don't know, man. It's so hard to know. Eight to eleven win range, something like that. Like marginal improvement, but not blowing the doors off the league, right? Like, well, dude, if they have eleven wins, that would be amazing. Well, but eight, right? You start down at eight. It's kind of where I, I I'm, I'm on the fence, right? Because I don't know. Let's see. Like, let's see it. 
you can look at the names and look at what they did, so I'm kind of leaving myself quite a bit of wiggle room there. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Like, what's reasonable? Oh, I think if they get to eight, that would be fantastic for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's tough to just you know have a massive improvement uh, year to year, uh, in, in even in the in the CFL. It just it doesn't happen very often. So uh, obviously they're gonna they're gonna have to have a very good uh, quarterback play, and then you know just kind of hope that uh, you know their well their defensive play has to improve significantly. That was probably the one thing that got overlooked a lot last year was just how bad they were defensively. Well, they're bad against the run. They weren't able to get stops. Like, the offense didn't spend enough time on the field. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a big development year here for Cornelius, right? Like, if he can take a step forward and be talked about among the better quarterbacks in the league, uh, or even as a, you know, average to above average quarterback, I mean, that's a big break for them because we know he's got receivers. Um, there's There's weapons for him. So, yeah, I mean, what did they allow? They allowed the most points last year, scored the yeah. fewest, lost the last four games of the year. Like, yeah, it, it, they got to be better than that. You would uh, you would hope so. Uh, the Florida Panthers, finally, we have the Stanley Cup final uh, <laughs> beginning tomorrow. And obviously, when you have this much time, you can evaluate and look at different things. If I want to simplify it, I'm going to say Vegas, better forwards, Vegas, better D, Florida, better goaltending. And so, to me, uh, unless Bobrovsky's out of his mind, I think that Vegas wins this series. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm going with Florida because I I don't know. You kind of go with that Cinderella story. Like I I was I covered the Kings a lot that year in '12 when they went on their run, and they kind of got better as the playoffs went on, and uh, they were just taking out teams. And I think you know. I think the the Florida Panthers seem to be seem to be doing that. They're getting better, dispatching their opposition even faster. I don't think Vegas is going to be a pushover for them at all. But I just I don't know, man. I like what they got going on. You got Bob doing what he's doing. You got Chuck doing what he's doing. Um, you know they've got good players that haven't spent a ton of time in the spotlight. Um, that are you know performing at the most important time here and like when they need to play well they play well they don't go big long stretches without being able to to find their game so i like florida in it kind of underdoggy um and i've seen a team do this before so maybe that's why i lean towards them because we marveled that whole playoff run with la that was back i think when we were doing games on tsn in the playoffs so i was working on a lot of those broadcasts and i don't know something about it kind of felt a little similar Ryan Shark from TSN joins us. Uh, Shark are completely uh, non-sports related. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, do you eat raw hot dogs? God, no. What? What's the matter with you? Tell me you nobody never... answered yes to that mess of a question. Oh, we had lots of people who said they do. Raw uh, hot never... dogs. Just raw. Like you, ne- you never as a kid took a wiener out, like at a barbecue and then just started eating it before you barbecued it? Never no. in your life? No. No. Really? No. All, I mean, my goodness. The only reason they're there is for filler. They're an excuse to throw something on a bun and have, like, cheese and ketchup and relish and all the nice fixings and everything, and they're just so salty that you can't even really taste anything. No. That's – no. I, yeah. Uh, who – no. Well, so – that? Now, do you play fantasy sports at all? Uh, not like, really. Fantasy, I, yeah. I, 
I had a, a hockey pool with buddies for a bunch of years, but like, I don't know, man. No, not no, really. So okay, all right. Because how are these things related? What's happening in this segment? Because the uh, in a fantasy league, the loser had to eat twelve hot dogs. Oh, raw. Well, in, in where? Who are these uh, on, a, on, on a live video stream. <laughs> well, that explains it right there. <laughs> so people had to watch him. So his buddies knew he was doing it, because how else would you know that they ate them? Hey, guys, <sighs> yeah, guess what? Here, Here's the rapper. I ate all 12. 12 raw hot dogs. I mean, there's, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to eat one. I can't believe you've never tried one. What did the winner get? Oh, the, the, wow, the winner gets bragging rights and something else. I have no idea what the winner of this is. And the loser like. gets dysentery. That's great. Awesome. Dude, nice. you can eat them raw. I know, but gross. It's like, okay, so what's the difference? What's, do you eat bologna? Do you eat bologna? Uh, if I have to. No. Okay, so you've eaten it. What's the difference between bologna and raw hot dog? Yeah, I don't like eating either. <laughs> that's the similarity between them. I got hey, dinner Like I'm gonna bust yeah. to go have dinner, and you've sullied my appetite. Oh, shogger! I ate four raw hot dogs today. I do it all the time from On Away Jay. Well, On Away Jay, here's a thought: <laughs> grab yourself a microwave. Join the rest of us. <laughs> Micro what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Worst you microwave scenario. the hot dogs? That's the easy... No, no, I, I don't. But what I'm saying is is that's probably the easiest way to just chuck them in the microwave for a buck thirty, and and not eat raw, raw hot dogs. Well, I'm easiest pretty sure... Now, I, I could be wrong in this, so I have to look it up. But I thought the hot dog itself, like the wiener, was actually already um, cooked. Was it not? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it so has you can't to be get dysentery. Yeah, it has to be because you can't get like you can't get like beaks and eyeballs to stick together unless you've mushed it all up and cooked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, horse intestines. Oh maybe. man, I don't even eat uh, dinner now. Just, uh, what are you having? What are you having for dinner? Like pork and beans? Oh no, no, it's. Uh, I actually am. I'm about to go. Uh, I'm about to go throw it on. I think we got some uh, rice. We got some uh, chicken breast. We got some broccoli, and uh, I'm not sure what else. I, I still can't believe it. Like honestly, I would rather eat. I think I, I would rather eat just a out of the package hot dog than microwave a hot dog. Like, come on, boil it at least. Microwave. That's I'm just saying. No, I would. That's... I would rather eat. A microwaved hot dog than a raw one by a mile. Like by a mile, it needs to be warm. I just, I can't. The idea of gnawing through a cold hot dog that's uncooked, no. So, th- so this would be yeah, a great okay. bet we should have in the future. No, and, uh, we're not going to have if, that bet. If I win, in the future. you would have to eat that, and then if if you win, I'd have to do something else. I do, I have no desire to make you do anything that would make you feel the way me eating a raw hot dog would feel. We're not 21 years old. This isn't a stag. We're not on a road trip. I mean, I'm all like, I, I know these games, right? I grew up with these games and buddies and teammates and that bidding game where you play cards and then the loser has to do ridiculous stuff. You know, I mean, I've been partied all that stuff. And that was really fun till the age of 25. 
And now I'm, I, I can I, tell you, Shogger, just listening to you squirm now, the, the watching you eat a raw hot dog would be worth it for me to relive it. It would whatever I have to risk, but whatever I had to risk, it would be worth it for me. I just I wouldn't do, it. and you know what? I want to stop talking about it because knowing you, you're going to attach some sort of charitable endeavor to it and force me to do it on the radio or make me look like a Grinch. Uh, and I'm telling no, you right no. now. Do not do that because I will not do it, and then everyone will be like, Ryan doesn't care about the kids. Well, so, eating one no. raw hot dog, Shut I couldn't. Down there's, right there's, now. The, there's not much of a charitable component to one raw hot dog. <laughs> to me, it's just more so seeing it, which would be, which would be awesome. So uh, get you drunk one time, and then you'll do it. That'll be the great part. No, no, I in. won't. <laughs> no, I won't because I'm not 20 anymore, so I won't. Oh, okay. I'm right. being such well, a lame ass, but I don't care. Uh, uh, I'm a 46 year old man. I don't eat deep raw hot dog. Shogger, oh. have a good weekend. Uh, try a hot dog. Ask your kids if they've eaten one. Just yeah, ask them. I'll I'll ask curious. around, man. But I think yeah. I, we got some we got some wing nuts listening here. I raw hot dogs. That's insane. <laughs> Ryan or Shog from uh, TSN, not not a fan of hot. Just let us know at ten twelve sixty, yay or nay. Do you have you eaten raw hot? Dog? Well, first of all, I think they're pre cooked. I could be wrong. I got to look that up during the commercial break. I thought they were like pre cooked. So anyway, basically out of the package, no barbecue, no boiled, no air fryer, no microwave. Oh, whatever. Would you just yes or no? Are you team yes or team no? I don't eat them. I got to think that, Connor, what about you? Now, I'm not saying you eat them now, but have you done it? Never done it. Honestly, I was camping really? once May Long up in Nordic. I remember it very vividly, and my buddy's brother just grabbed one and ate it. And I was like, dude, you're going to get sick. And he said, no, like you can. they're, they're already cooked. You're fine. Of course you can. Uh, yeah, I, you're not going to get sick. It blew my mind. I've never even considered it. I would never microwave a hot dog, but, you know, at least boil it. That that it, It's crazy to me. I mean... Obviously, it's a thing. A lot of people do it, but no, I've never done it before. That's awesome. Uh, Ryan Rashog. Uh, I'm curious. There's a. Uh, hey, guys, I'll donate 50 bucks. <laughs> the great part of our listeners are people would donate money just to see Rashog eat a hot dog. <laughs> Uh, I won't do it, but it'd be funny. We'll find out. Gino Lewis has ever done it. He'll join us next on Edmonton Sports Leader, TSN 1260. Pause of Friday continues on. We've got a lot of feedback on this one. Lots of varying opinions, which I like. You're either you're either yay or nay. There's no in between on this. We need more black or white sometimes, not uh, not the gray area. I like it. You're either all in or you're not. That's totally fair. I like it. Um, we'll get to some of the responses because, hey, it's Pause of Friday, and a lot of them make me chuckle. But uh, let's get first to our big guest of the day, brought to you by Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment as they are sending out the best of luck to the Seattle Thunderbirds tonight and uh, many of their uh, local Alberta players as they look to get to the Memorial Cup final with a victory tonight over the Peterborough Peets. You can watch that game on TSN starting uh, an hour later than uh, normal tonight. Tonight we'll start at uh, 8 Edmonton time. So there you go. We are joined now by new receiver for the Edmonton Elks, Gino Lewis, joins us. Gino, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited. How are you? 
Hey, good. Now, before we get to the football, we got to get to the real question, Gino. Um, have you or do you have you ever eaten like a hot dog wiener just straight out of the wrapper? No cooking it, no boiling it. Do you ever eaten a raw wiener? No, nah, I have not. I have not. I know some people that have though, but I, I was never that guy. Though. Okay, so never that guy. Do, do you have like a an odd food that you really like that other people don't? Um, I'm a big hamburger helper guy. If, if, if that counts, uh, I know it's kind of like a little kid meal, but that's something I still eat to this day. <laughs> really? No, you just mix yeah, it. Do you mix in anything with it? What do you load it up with? Uh, well, I do. I do my little seasonings with my with my hamburger helper, but uh, I kind of just I, my main thing with the hamburger helper is I have to have good bread. I have to have some type of really good garlic bread, some type of some type of bread like that's gonna that that is what makes the the meal elite. <laughs> okay, I like it. Nice. So now, are you having hamburger helper? That's not like your pregame meal, is it? Nah, nah, nah. nah. I I usually only have hamburger helper after like victories, man. I, to have hamburger helper is like. We had to do something positive. Okay. All right. It's like your reward food. I can get, I exactly. can get down with that. Okay. That's totally fair. Yeah. Um, Gino, you come over, obviously, uh, you know, last season, another really good year for you in Montreal. But now you come in, a uh, new quarterback. Uh, how is the relationship and, and maybe the timing between you and Taylor now? And how much better maybe is it now than even before camp started? Uh, it's going great now, man. Um, you know, just I think during training camp, it helps you a lot to uh, – Really see, seeing seeing all the teammates each and every day, and, and, and just getting the good work with quarterbacks uh, every day, it just gets better. Um, you know, we got a lot of new guys. Uh, you know, at the receiver position, that um, you know, we just had to put some things together and just get on the right page. Uh, but um, ultimately, man, I'm, I'm happy uh, to, to be out there making plays for uh, you know Taylor Canelius and, and all the other quarterbacks, and uh, it's, it's been an exciting journey so far. You look at your last three seasons and just the the amount of attempts that have been thrown your way in games has has increased significantly. You had 112 in 2019, was up to 144 last year. Obviously, you know, guys want balls thrown to them. Every receiver I talk to will, will want more balls thrown their way. How do you, you know, when when guy when the opposition knows it's coming your way, what are you looking at? What are you doing to improve to ensure that, hey, I can add this into a new wrinkle and they're not going to be able to defend me? Yeah, for me, um, definitely just creating some more separation. Uh, I've always been a good contest guy. Um, always like I always been really good at contested catches and you know going up and get the ball. And you know uh, I'm still going to continue to do that. My, also, my next step in my game is to you know just create more separation with my routes and things like that. But um, those things have been going really good now. And, and the thing about it is, you know, being a receiver, you always also need other receivers, you know, to help each other and complement each other, uh, you know. So, for me, it's good to have these other guys now because if you try to double one of us, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a long night for for a team. So, uh, that's the other thing that we're excited about is that we all just complement each other and we're all here to help each other and, and you know, we have, we're all here for the same goal. Manny Arsenal, of course, is, is the most veteran guy in that receiving core group, but, you know, yourself, Steve Dunbar Jr., come in as new guys this year. Usually the receiving core, you know, there's some guy who's kind of the leader of the group, and maybe for different reasons. Um, when you come into a new team, Eugene, and, and you're you're considered one of the, you know, the main go-to guys, do you have to become the leader right away, or does that have to be more of a, a natural process? Um, I would say, for one, the first thing you have to do is just gain the, the, the teammates' respect um, because 
you know, for myself, it's kind of, you know, I've known, I'm known in the league now and the expectations for me, you know, is what it is. And, you know, I've always, I've always loved pressure. Um, it's always been something for me that, that challenged me and always makes me have to, you know, go harder each and every game. Um, but, you know, you know, for us, man, we're really just here to, to just, like I said, help each other each and every game. Um, uh, we really know, we, we know on paper w- what this, everything looks like, but it all comes down to, you know, you know, executing the game plan, doing the things that we have to do, the small attention to details, and just making the plays when they come our way. So uh, it's just all about when the ball comes your way, uh, you know, make the play when you have to make it. Eugene Lewis joins us, uh, leading receiver for the Edmonton Elks. Uh, they are off this weekend, the final preseason weekend, and then they will kick off the regular season at home against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders next weekend. Uh, Eugene, what what about Dylan Mitchell? He, you know, he kind of came out of nowhere last year for the Elks, so they had a lot of rookies, and, and I think opened a lot of people's eyes. How much did you know about him before, and what impresses you about him as a receiver? Um, yeah, so, you know, last year uh, he definitely he started coming on, you know, later halfway through the season. And uh, I didn't really know him too much, you know, before before I got here. Uh, but, you know, once I once I started getting to know him as a person and, and watching his film, uh, you know, he's a very, very talented young player, man. Um, and, he's, and, he's, and he's ready to learn right now. Uh, he's one of them. I remember being in those type of situations where, you know, I was around some older guys, uh, some vet guys who, you know, had some experience in the league. And, uh, you know, being a sponge around them guys, it just helps you and helps the game slow down so much easier. So, you know, for him, uh, the the sky, the, the, the ceiling is super high for him. And it's just about now just putting it all together, man, and, uh, you know, just staying consistent each and every every game. Um, and I can just see him, you know, being one of the next great receivers up, you know, in, in, in the next the next generation of receivers. So uh, I'm, just, I'm just glad that I'm able to be able to, um, you know, be his teammate and help him in the best way that I possibly can. The waggle is something you never played until you got to the CFL, right? You come in motion, and receivers love it. What's the nuance that, and or who helped you learn to use it to your best of your advantage? Yeah, so some of the best people that that helped me when I was coming up was uh, Nick Lewis um, and Ernest Jackson. Uh, definitely, when I came up here, it was an adjustment for me because I was so used to being on the line um, and not getting a head start. Uh, so it kind of like it changes your your footing a little bit as a receiver, um, and just realizing that you have an advantage of getting a, a head start and running. So um, yeah, those two guys were, were some of the main guys that kind of helped me, you know, kind of like figure out the record because it takes a little time. It does take a little time, and uh, you know, once you get it and you understand, you know, the the the, the concept of it and you understand how it helps you as a receiver. Um, you definitely the field opens up even more, man, and, and it, it makes the game even more exciting. Well, I, I assume so because it, it would seem just so simple, Eugene. Okay, now I got a running start, but it's it's getting that timing down so you know when to get use it and then not go offside, right? And you talked about your footwork. How does it change your footwork as a receiver? Yeah, so the difference having a waggle and not having a waggle when you're on the line. You know, you might only take a certain amount of steps in a certain route. But you have to understand now when you're in the waggle, you're you're already starting your running motion seven, eight yards before the line. So you have to realize that I'm running seven yards but behind the line. So don't shorten the route up when I, once I pass the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think as when you're a young player, sometimes that's what you kind of don't realize that 
you've already ran seven yards and you got to run another six, 10 or 15 yards, but sometimes you'll run seven and then run a five thinking that you ran as far as you, you were supposed to, but you didn't. So um, I think once you get over that kind of little hump, uh, you, you really start seeing the game and it slows down for you. When you're running a route sometimes, are you counting your steps in your head? You're saying, okay, you know what, I gotta, it's six steps for me to go where I want uh, on this route. Like, do you count your steps as a receiver, or is that is that ludicrous? Um, well, honestly, uh, what, what it is is the whole the whole goal is to not not have to count your steps and make it okay. natural. Um, okay. When you're first, when you're first, yeah, when you're first starting to learn the wagon, sometimes you do count the steps because it's it's a certain amount of steps that gets you to a certain amount of yards. But it also depends on your strides and, and you know how fast you're running and things like that. So, um. It definitely, like I said, it definitely it, it changes things. It changes the, the, the footing and things like that. But um, you know, when you get a whole training camp in and you, and you just start filling all the the positions that you need to be in to get to certain routes and things like that, uh, you want it gets easier. And uh, it, like I, that's what I said. Like it gets re- really exciting when you when you figure it out. Uh, Eugene Lewis joins us. Eugene, I, I was told that um, due to some of the stuff that was held over the winter, they had to do some improvements to the to the turf at uh, Commonwealth this year. And, they, you know, they brought in a company and it supposedly did unreal work to kind of fix it up. As a guy running on there, do you notice it? Is the turf better? Um, well, I mean, I, I would have to probably say I don't really know what the turf was like too much before. Um, so it's kind of, kind of hard for me to say, but um, – I love the turf. Um, ever since I got to Edmonton, man, just the the facilities for me is is night and day. Um, it's, it's, it's been a beautiful, awesome experience to you know you know to to really see you know hot tubs and cold tubs and saunas and and all things like that. Uh, it's, 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 they have a great facility here in Edmonton, and basically everything that you need is here. And one of the main things that kind of that uh, that really excited me when I got here was that they had a basketball court in uh, Commonwealth Stadium. So. That that when I talk about that, like basketball and football for a receiver correlates so much that um, you know it, it, it. If you play basketball before, you understand you know how much positioning and the things that you do on basketball translate to basketball uh, to football. So um, I think that was really exciting for me when I got here. So you're a big fan of basketball, I'm guessing. Uh, give me your thoughts on uh, when you watch the NBA now, Nikola Jokic. What what impresses you most? We've never really seen a guy like this. Yeah, he's he's super unorthodox, man. Um, he, but he does everything. Uh, the thing I think what surprises people is that he's not really athletic, but he's a super smart player and he knows how to do a lot of things well. Um, and that's why he's so versatile, and that's why it's so hard for people to guard him because he does things that you don't expect him to do, and then but he does it at, on a consistent basis. So, man, I. I, got, I give credit where credit is due. Uh, just because you're not flashy and all that stuff, if you're out there and man, you, you're producing and you, you, you're breaking records and stuff like that, man, I give credit where credit is due. So, my, and my little brother, that's one of his favorite players too. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned what translates best from basketball to football for a receiver. Uh, the main thing I would definitely say is like going to get rebounds. Um, going to get rebounds is like for a receiver is like going up and attacking the ball while it's in the air. Um, you, you, then you learn how to also box box players out, you know, on the football field, running certain routes and things like that, which you box out in basketball. Um, for a receiver, crossovers in basketball is like doing releases off the line. Um, so it's kind of like 
for me, I do basketball drills, you know, during my pregame, uh, just because that's, that's part of, you know, my game on the field. So uh, it, there's a lot of translation trans, uh, to it. And you can also probably see, you know, from the positions one through five, what kind of what kind of position they were playing football? Um, just 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 seeing a player on a basketball court. And lastly, Eugene, are you a guy? And you don't have to tell me, but do you have a like a? Obviously, there's team goals, but do you have individual goals that you need to reach that you set for yourself? Are you a goal setter guy as far as catches, routes, <laughs> stuff like that? Uh, my goals are always to just improve, to improve one of the year before. Um, that's what I always always want to do. Uh, I always want to have more catches, more yards, more touchdowns than I had the year before. And that just goes to show, you know, that I'm still being very consistent and I'm still able to, you know, progress each and every year. Um, and, and, and just winning a great cup, man, that's, that's, that's really my main thing. Um, but like I said, man, if we all just – if I go out there and, you know, do the things that I need to do, all the other accolades and stuff, you know, they'll come with it. Eugene, great having you on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, best of luck in the upcoming season. We'll talk to you throughout the year. Hey, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it so much, and have a great day. You betcha. Eugene Lewis. Good dude is. Sounds like a great guy. I like a really good explanation on the receiving. And, hey, if he wants to improve on last year, Elks fans should be pretty excited because he had had pretty good numbers the last few seasons in the uh, the CFL, including over 1,300 receiving yards last year. So if he improves on that, pretty darn good. Which uh, leads me to our uh, trivia question now, brought to you by Eagle Rock. Go to EagleRockGolf.com. Of course, that is where you can book your uh, your tee times. Only 50 bucks during the week at EagleRockGolf.com. So a uh, very, very, uh, very simple question today. Text in the correct answer with your name to 10-12-60. Who led the CFL in receiving yards last year? 10-12-60. Congratulations. Is it Andrew Cons? Good question. Yeah, Andrew's the winner today. Yeah, Andrew's the uh, winner. Dalton Schoen from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers had 1,441 receiving yards last year. Dominic Rimes, BC, 1,401. And Eugene Lewis was third with 1,303 receiving yards. So, will somebody crack 1,500 this year? Lewis would like to get there. We'll see. Uh, his quarterback, obviously, is going to have to have a pretty big jump in in what he did last year. But he's a young quarterback, and uh, that's why that's why they play the games. Shall we say? Should be uh, should be very interesting to see uh, how it goes from here. Coming up, uh, enjoy the weekend. Remember, uh, Memorial Cup semifinal tonight. You have uh, NHL playoffs tomorrow, Stanley Cup final, NBA final on Sunday. You got a little uh, F one for you. The uh, Stingers are off till the 10th. The uh, Elks, both of them will be in action uh, next weekend. Also, uh, the Riverhawks home opener will be uh, next weekend as well. So lots of, uh, lots of games coming up uh, here uh, locally next week for you. Some uh, late midweek games and then into the weekend and Stanley Cup finals. It's going to be awesome. Have yourselves a great weekend. Enjoy the wonderful weather. If you're teening up, get out to Cattail. Oh, it's Friday night. It's night golf. If you've never done it, you're you're missing out. It is so fun. Awesome. If you haven't tried it, call there today. I think they have a few tee times left. Friday night, the golf, the night golf, it's awesome. So check it out at Cattail Crossing. Whatever you do, please don't drink and drive. Don't weed and drive. Don't be inebriated. Get home safe. 
be nice to everybody. Thanks for listening. We always appreciate it. On behalf of Connor and Struds and Jason Greger, have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Let's get to a Sports Center update brought to you by the Edmonton Police Service. They're hiring exceptional salary, benefits, and career advancement. Discover your policing career now. Go to newepsrecruits.ca. Good night. Talk to you Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.